Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, May 21st. My name is Javier Reyes, your ever so enthusiastic host of this here Lockdown Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres. Or check out my personal account, which is at Javipeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. All sorts of good stuff on there. And if you feel so inclined, check out the Gmail, which is LockdownPadres at gmail.com. And all those accounts and the Gmail, hit me up on any of them if you want any of your questions, comments, or concerns answered. And I might just answer them right here on the show. It's been a while since I've gotten a question from you fine and dandy listeners, but I understand. Everyone's busy, and we are in unprecedented times, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen. It's crazy out here. And whatever, what, what, what I think to that best emphasizes the craziness is I haven't been on a, a regular schedule the past week-ish, week, week plus actually at this point for the show. Uh, that's because I've run into a little bit of trouble at home, but we're good now. We're back on it. Going to be having some episodes coming up. And today I just wanted to do like a little, an update on updates, I guess you could say, because I haven't really talked about uh, this thing and what I what that thing is is I haven't really talked specifically on my take on the proposals and the uh, uh, plans to reinstate baseball. I haven't really talked about that that much because if we're being totally honest, guys, a lot of my opinions on the the this uh, issue I say in quotes uh, because I, I don't know if that's necessarily the right word to describe it is that it's I don't want to make this a podcast where I'm just continually every other uh, episode talking about the new update to bring back baseball, the new plan to bring back baseball, because there's there's a lot of them. And really what inspired me to do this episode is one, because I haven't done uh, a thing talking about it. And also there is this article uh, written by Jeff Passan um, that I'm going to link in the episode description just so you guys can see it, which is just this column talking about, you know, the kind of unbelievable... Herculean task it might take to bring back baseball. All the kind of how do I put this nicely? The the precautions, the 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 details that we are somewhat overlooking when it comes to bringing back baseball. How many different things would have to happen? And that's that's kind of the the issue here. When it comes to my thoughts on this, first of all, I think that the article is really well written. I will, I recommend you guys all checking that out. Yes, I know some people might be get frustrated when reading it because it's definitely one of those articles that it's not a happy article. And it's not an article that's intended necessarily to make you upset. It's very painfully real, kind of the, the um, possible infeasibility. And I want to stress, by the way, the possible infeasibility because I don't know everything. And to be honest, I, this is just one article and I've seen some other uh, takes on this. And I know that this has become somehow it's become kind of an issue when talking about uh the return to regular day life, I think I've noticed for people that there's actually not not a split down the middle, but there is a subsection of people that I do understand who are very frustrated by everything and they don't really like that the uh, how long it's taking to get everything back up and how it's been it's been difficult just standing idly and halting everything in our lives and all the layoffs that are going on and whatnot. I mean, just today I'm hearing about all these these layoffs that are happening at the Atlantic, the the paper, right? Crazy stuff that's going on. So I do have some. Um, Sympathy for those people. I don't want to come off as being mean in this episode. But that all being said, I, I kind of take the side of, look, this is this is a really crazy time we're in. And I don't think we should rush. I don't think we should be 
taking this lightly. Um, you can take all the precautions you want, but there's a point where you just have to wonder how much does human life matter, and it, that of course matters a lot. And are we are, just are we sure? You know what I mean? I think though that one of the other reasons this topic, especially for baseball, is kind of become a little bit more of a, a talking point and on a, a grand scale is because of partially the the player involvement and the dispute that the um, the players union is currently having kind of with Major League Baseball and all the players voicing their concerns and how they don't like that they're being asked to take less money than they would be making and all this stuff, right? And I have a few thoughts on that. Here's my thoughts, right? I'd say the main character, if I if there had to be a character that best represents this feud, uh, not even feud, that might be a, a little bit of a, a unfair word to use, but this um, debate, right, between the, the players and the and Major League Baseball is Blake Snell. And Blake Snell, who people who haven't heard, you should just go look it up, basically had this, this kind of rant on um, the whole thing about trying to get back and trying to get back to play. Now, there's two things here. One is that I saw some people making fun of him because when this thing was starting out, like, you know, two, three months ago, he was saying, this is ridiculous, it's only a few cases, how the heck, everybody calm down. He tweeted that. And then now he's saying, like, everyone stay indoors, and everyone's saying he's a hypocrite. Well, for, on that end, everyone shush, shut up, anybody who's saying that, leave him alone, because we are allowed to learn information as thing things are uh, being developed, you know what I mean? I mean, when I was, when this first started out and my mom was like, oh, wash your hands, wash your hands, I'm not going to lie to you guys. The first, like, week that I was starting to hear about COVID-19 and this this corona thing, right? First week I was hearing about that, I was like, oh, come on, mom. My mom's being superstitious and ridiculous. Then week two, I was like, huh, this is still continuing on. Eh, whatever, it'll pass. And then by week three, I was like, huh, interesting. Not in full, oh, we might have a pandemic mode, but I was definitely like, huh. Because usually when we get into stuff like this, they usually, uh, in my experience, when it's determining whether something's a big deal, you got to like wait like a week or so to see if it's a big deal. That goes for anything. It could be pandemics. It could be politics. It could be uh, that, that Houston Rockets uh, China story that happened where like the first week I thought personally, yeah, this could be a big deal. But then it was, I, I wanted to wait before I knew for sure whether or not this was going to explode and be a big deal. And, of course, it turned out to be a big deal. That's just an example. But just just my uh, advice on life, I guess, is to, to be patient with things, right? And Blake Snell, so from that perspective, everyone leave him alone. But his video, and I think I, I think he was doing a Twitch stream or whatever, and someone captured him talking about this, or uh, the, the stream for MLB The Show with the players tournament thing that they've been doing. That's what it might have been from. And he basically went on this tangent about, look, I got to get mine, and I'm not playing for no less money. Uh, I'm paraphrasing what he's saying, of course. Uh, he's saying, hey, you know, this is this, I got to get my money. You know, this is about me. I got to take care of what I need. It's not about the everyone saying for the love of the game and things like that, right? And some people were really upset by that. Now, here's my take. Here's my definitive take. I actually think that in life, believe it or not, guys, you're allowed to believe in two kind of conflicting things when it comes to an, uh, an issue. Not two conflicting things, but two sides of things. You're allowed to agree with two types of things. Sometimes there are black and white issues, i.e. sometimes, guess what, guys? Yes, killing people's bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are issues that are black and white. Being racist is bad. But what constitutes those things, what makes up those things, that's where the interesting discussion takes place. And with this Blake Snell thing, Look, I think I get what he's trying to say. He's saying, look, why do I have to take less money when uh, there are billionaire owners, right? And all, all of the money that they're getting from this, yet it's, hard, it's, it's more danger to myself. Why should I be doing that, right? 
that's that's what I think he's trying to say. And to that degree, I, I agree. Uh, not to sound like I'm rhyming or anything there, but I agree. I think that it's a little bit of a stretch. I don't like this whole, it's just a business thing. You know what I mean? It's just a, hey, look, it's this and that, right? Now, that being said, I did think Blake Snell made his comments a little bit in an insensitive way. What I mean by that is, look, I get what he was saying, but also this isn't a guy who's making like, you know, 10 bucks an hour or 8 bucks an hour, whatever the minimum, 8.50 an hour, whatever the minimum wage is exactly, right? This isn't a guy, he's making like maybe a million bucks a year. That's what he might be making instead of making more, which he should make more, obviously. I, I do firmly believe that the owners are being a little bit a little bit greedy in that respect, trying to get money from the players. Um, I understand some people who are looking at this and being like, look, there are other people who are putting their lives on the line and are maybe not living the best of lives and not the most healthy of lives for far less money. So I think Blake Snell maybe just be a little bit, I don't want to be that person who's like, do what I tell you to do, sir. You know what I mean? Not to act like I'm on a... Uh, an ivory tower telling people how to spend their money and whatnot or how to view their money. But I think there are ways to handle things a little bit more sensitively because everyone's suffering during these times. I just think people don't exactly want to hear a, not a multimillionaire by any stretch, but a talented young major league baseball pitcher complain about making uh, 600K, whatever it is. And that's, you know, not a lot by necessarily superstar standards, of course, but it's it's still a lot of money by median U.S. Um, income, you know, so I do understand people who are upset by that, but I think the gist of the issue, the underlying, the subtext of his message is, look, I don't understand why I have to take less, and I understand some people are like, look, they're losing ticket revenue, they're going to be losing this, they shouldn't, the MLB players shouldn't expect things to be as, um, the same as they are, which I understand to a degree. But I also think, guys, that these people are making so much money. The TV deals is really where the money's coming from, and they're going to make a lot because what else are people going to be doing? People want sports back. The media wants sports back. Everybody wants sports back. Come on. Like, let's just be real. Everybody wants things to get back to normal. But I do think it is a little bit of a, a stretch to start saying that um, they need to accept these type of um, um they need to accept these terms, right? I don't I don't believe that. But I do believe, yes, it is fair to be a little bit critical of how this is uh, being looked at now because of Blake Snell's very aggressive kind of, um, you know, rant, per se, about the whole issue. I, I do understand people who viewed that as a little bit unfair for you to be complaining that you'll only be making like a million bucks this year, right? Only making a million bucks. But that's what happens when things get lost in translation sometimes, right? So from that perspective, that's what I think. And in general, guys, my advice is everyone, look, I was so looking forward to this season. I know some of you guys are saying, oh, bandwagon, Padres fan, whatever, you're a fake Padres fan. I get it. Like, I'm not as uh, well-versed in the team. I'm more of a baseball general fan. I grew up with the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. I've said this a hundred times, right? But not just because I was really excited for... Uh, the season, I was genuinely excited for the Padres. I've been following them and just being like, look, they've got some good players. You know, anybody can see that. Even someone who isn't as big an expert as myself, anyone can see that. And the fact that I host this podcast now, of course I was looking forward to the season. I want it so, so bad. And not going to lie, if these plans, which have been rumored, there's two state plans, there's three state plans playing in Vegas. I've seen Everything. I mean, I can't even count how many proposals. I can't even talk about each proposal because that would be like a 30-minute a podcast, and I don't want to do that, right? 
there's so many plans and so many ideas, right? And now the NBA might be returning, right, with the proposed plan at Disney World for them to play, right? Not going to lie, yes, I absolutely would watch baseball if it came back. That's not the question here. Of course I would be culpable in that, right? But I do admit, I do recommend everyone checking out this Jeff Passan piece. I really do. It's on ESPN. Um, but I'm going to link it uh, in the podcast description, so please check that out. I just think that, look, there's a lot of things here, not to mention the moral issues potentially, not to sound like uh, like I'm preaching or anything, but it might be a little bit odd if Major League Baseball is just using up so many tests while the rest of the country is in dire need of them. It might look a little bit like uh, privileged, I guess, which everybody is privileged. I'm privileged to be doing this podcast right now. I mean, come on. But if if that makes sense, you know what I mean, for, for players to be, it might send a little bit of a wrong message that we're forcing baseball to be played for uh, economic and sports reasons, of course, but also people are really, you know, there might be people who are sick that need those tests, right? So that's that's how I feel on that issue. And look, I was so excited. The the whole, there was that, I think I talked about this on a previous episode a month or so ago, there was this proposal to bring back baseball, right? And it would change the divisions. And, well, I think the divisions were, uh, like, I, I think I um, um, called it similar, akin to the, the scene in the West Wing about... Um, uh, the the map. Just look up West Wing um, map scene or whatever, and it's this proposed changing of what the map should look like and why. That sounds crazy. The idea that the 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 normal geographic map that we have of the world is uh, biased and unfair. But really, look up that West Wing clip, guys. It's really awesome. Um, that's kind of what it felt like looking at the. Uh, uh, when you look at that clip, you'll see what I'm talking about. And then that's the weirdness of changing something we're so used to being the divisions. That's definitely something that is felt when you uh, when you look at uh, the proposed divisions. And what was exciting is the Dodgers weren't going to be in the Padres division, arguably the best team in all of baseball. And that's exciting because it's like, hey, we don't have to compete with them. So don't get me wrong. I would be thrilled about that. But also, I must say, guys, I'm lucky, extremely lucky when it comes to these things. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, actually, and even pondering whether or not something's wrong with me in terms of just, like, I've been, just from a mental standpoint, doing pretty good uh, when it comes to this whole thing. And look, I'm I'm not saying, um, uh, just, just aside from that, maybe it's because, you know, I've spent a lot of time inside my life. I spend a lot of times alone, believe it or not, and I wonder sometimes, like, is there something wrong with me that... Uh, not that this isn't affecting me from a financial standpoint, because it is, even though I am lucky it is, um, but from a I'm not dying to see my friends type of standpoint, like this is okay, like I do really want to see my friends, but it's not been this thing that's affected me, you know what I mean, and I, I've been having my these moments lately where I'm just kind of like, ugh, like am I okay, you know? But uh, before we get into the rest of the podcast, guys, I want to do a couple little reads, you know where I'm heading, we are talking about Built Bar. That's right. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. As always, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I tried out their toffee flavor. I think it's been it's been a while. I actually ran out of them because it's been a while uh, since I've had them. I was having like one every other day or so, and I ran out. But they were fantastic. Um, I had the peanut butter one, and let me tell you guys, peanut butter is my like my favorite flavor for. I'd say maybe everything, and it was it was great, super tasty. Um, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've got 16 flavors aside from the peanut bar one, peanut butter one, uh, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate non-nut flavors. Um, they're covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. 
and they're just great for the health conscious sort of guy or gal. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in the treat, and bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Let me tell you guys, that is B-U-I-L-T bar. I'm acting like a cheerleader now, uh, pronouncing the whole day, but that's true. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Remember, that is promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com, off your first order. I messed up the the saying there, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Now moving on into the next thing I want to talk to you guys really quickly about is this podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. And with that out of the way, no fancy transitions. Let's get back into the podcast and kind of wrap things up. Uh, Like I said, guys... Really odd times, and I really think that this Blake Snell thing, it is fair to criticize him for how he got his message across. And it's also fair to say, like, I've seen a lot of people who are wondering, like, don't be be careful out there, guys. There's a lot of odd information that's being spread, I think. There's a lot of questionable information being spread, and I understand the the skepticism. People are wondering, hey, what the heck? The the numbers are going down. What the heck is going on? Well, my response to that is you don't want them to go back up again. This is a, a weird thing. And also, I just be careful with judging things of uh, and, and I'm saying be careful because I know a lot of people, they use this one. It's sports people talking about politics, right? And when it's uh, it, there's a lot of uh, a gatekeeping sort of thing where if this isn't your expertise, then stick to whatever. I don't want to hear this person talk about that. I only want to hear that. I do agree with that line of thinking, but I also agree that there is, I think that you should be a well-rounded person, and just because you are, a, say you're a te- you're a, a person at home right now who's listening to this, and your thing is that you go, and you, you're a barista at Starbucks, whatever, right? That doesn't mean that you don't have a right to stre- uh, express your opinion on climate change or whatever, right? So to bring another scientific type of uh, issue, right? That doesn't mean you don't have a right. The only difference is be careful when spreading your opinion. I'm trying to say this in a kind way. Be careful when spreading your opinion and be careful whatever you are. If this isn't your expertise, acknowledge that. Be like, look, this isn't my Eric's expertise. This is just my take. I don't think that people should be disqualified from saying anything. I don't think an athlete shouldn't be able to talk about uh, what their favorite movie is. I don't think a, a a political person shouldn't be able to be like, look, I think this movie was, and they're like, oh, stick to politics. Even with politicians and people who are political pundits that I don't like, there are people I don't like that share their opinions on movies, and I'm like, that's a terrible take, but my my reaction isn't, my reaction is that's a bad take, my reaction is never, you should not have that take. I think that's a dangerous road to get on, and I feel like that's a sort of vernacular, that's sort of, um, type of speech is something that people use, you know what I mean, and people complain a lot in the media and all this stuff like, hey, don't tell me to stick to sports, I agree, don't tell other people to stick to things, I'm still all for being like, hey, that's a bad uh, opinion, but don't discredit people singularly only for the sole reason that that's not their expertise, I think that we all, we all should, to a degree, uh, not to sound all kumbaya uh, come together to an extent. And also, uh, yeah, 
Gonna, I'm really hoping for baseball to come back, guys. We'll see. I know that Texas is apparently starting to open up pro sports without fans. That's something that I saw earlier this week, and I saw that uh, uh, Georgia is going to be doing the same thing. So we'll see how it pans out. I will only do another update on this pandemic and how it's affecting sports and whatnot if we do get sports back. Otherwise, I'm not going to do another episode like this because there's too many updates and too many things that we're getting all the time to kind of jumble them all together. Lastly, before we uh, kind of conclude this episode, I just want to recommend two other articles, and one of them is about this. It's it's Just Business. It's from SB Nations by Craig Goldstein. And look, I know this is going to sound like the most liberal thing for me ever to recommend, but I, I, I just recommend checking it out and just this whole idea of business and privilege, and I just thought it was, it, was, it was written well. So for the people that are kind of defending the owners and all that, I would uh, recommend reading this piece. Obviously, there's a bias to me recommending this, guys, for sure, but I do recommend it is it's just it's just business uh by craig goldstein it's on sb nation it was on the front page actually uh it's from like a month month ago but still i think it's still uh uh, certainly prescient in its own way, um, but I recommend reading that. And then for just a fun article, I recommend reading a piece by Stephanie Epstein. It was on May 13th. Just go to her Twitter page. I noticed that her Twitter page, she uh, she just basically all of her tweets are just her article links uh, for the most part. Uh, and it's about Scott Boris and the minor leagues, his kind of minor league career. And just it's 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 an interesting read. Uh, minor league power broker, you know what I mean? Before ruling baseball, uh, Scott Boris failed at baseball. I know Scott Boris is kind of a polarizing figure in the sports world and while I do uh, understand it to a degree every now and then I think people criticize Scott Boris unfairly where they're like look at him doing this for his clients and I'm like oh so he got someone overpaid it feels like he did his job you know what I mean get the player paid I don't you know what I mean like so careful with the criticism on Scott Boris guys but yeah recommend reading that from Stephanie Epstein she was um I think uh, she kind of blew up last year because she was the unfortunately the the victim of some awful um, harassment by the uh, assistant GM of the Astros last year. You might recognize her from that. So that's the person who wrote this. Um, she's a great writer, and I really enjoyed her uh, take. And of course, that whole Astros things was absolutely just there's there's no ifs ands or buts. So that was a disgraceful thing, you know, that happened with her and her colleagues. That was awful, right? Um, and I don't want to get too deep into that because otherwise I feel like the energy of today's podcast has been pretty upbeat, pretty up there. You know, I was really uh, excited. I haven't messed up once. I'm just I'm just talking. You know, I tried to record this the other day and I just was like a mess. I was like, I couldn't record. I couldn't talk. I was I was dead inside, I guess. But, you know, that's about it, guys, for today's edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your pods from. That's Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Himalaya, the Overcast app, whatever you like. And also, do me a favor, guys. Tell your smart devices to play Locked On MLB. That is hosted by the homie Sully. He's been killing it, doing all sorts of things. I'm going to be on that trivia show thing soon, probably. Really excited for that. And yeah. Uh, listen to that for me. Um, and lastly, to just to conclude, guys, talk about the, the rest of the show, the rest of the week. Um, tomorrow is going to be another edition of Sports Movie Madness. And I actually think, I don't know why I didn't do this before, but I'm going to try and put uh, timestamps so you guys can see which movie matchup we are talking about if you only want to hear one in, uh, one in particular because I noticed that the podcasts are quite long. So just in case you want to only hear our take on certain things, I will do that. That's tomorrow. And then Saturday, I'm going to be talking about Trey Turner and Corey Kluber, uh, a great what if, what if the Padres never dealt them away, going to be talking about that, and then next week, 
probably uh, most likely for sure this has been recorded. I think I'm going to release it next week. Uh, I talked with Gabrielle, who you've heard on the uh, Movie Madness Bracket, about writing about sports writing and basically our love for baseball and we got a little Yankees uh, kind of Red Sox type of stuff going on there some of our experience as fans but most importantly we talked about like our favorite pieces of uh, sports writing when it comes to baseball and that was so much fun like seriously I think you guys are going to enjoy that a lot so yeah uh, until next time of course stay safe and of course always stay faithful my Friar Faithful homies take care